here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 107 FM in Kruenstadt. So while we get to that message across, um, in the meantime, I just want to just give you a sense of how we're doing. I mean, I don't know how you're doing at home in your personal spaces, but I wanted to give you some research that was done uh, by Maraki uh, Research. And uh, the CEO, Francis McMahon, is uh, joining us on the line. I, th- I thought it was quite interesting, some of the things that came through, how you're feeling at home, whether you're feeling lonely, whether you're feeling depressed. And it's interesting how things have changed from one week to another. Francis joins us now on the line. Francis, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the show. So so how are South Africans coping with the lockdown? Well, um, just to introduce the survey, so basically we decided to launch this on the first day of the lockdown. Um, we thought it would be very interesting to track how people are feeling throughout the period and basically see if this changes over time. Um, And the main leading question on the survey is for people to rate their happiness. And it's out of 100, and they give a rating um, any number in between there. At the moment, it's sitting at about 61. So a very sort of average middle-of-the-range number. We have people rating high, so people really, you know, taking well to the lockdown, whilst we have others that are not doing as well and are feeling a bit more negative. Um, And I think what's important to note is that we're trying to look at the trends here. So the number 61, it might not say too much, but what we're looking at is how this changes over time. Mm. And we're obviously in week two now. Um, We're a couple of days into week two, and we can see a drop in the level of happiness between week one and week two. So it's very important for us to keep keep an eye on this and make sure that South Africans don't become depressed or disheartened by this lockdown. Just, Francis, just clarify on the profile of the sample members, please? Yes, yeah, so um, the survey's been done online, so it's quite representative of the online population. Mm. So that's a very important thing to keep in mind. Um, obviously, that's the only way we can conduct research during this time. Um, so the sample really touches everyone that's active on social media. Uh, it's running on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, so anyone with a smartphone or access to the internet can pick up the survey and complete it. So the sample is representative of these people that are online. Obviously, the main metro regions making up a big percentage of the sample, which we see in most of our, our research. And has that, in, has that excluded the WhatsApp uh, social media platform? Um, it has been shared on WhatsApp as well, yes. Okay, so there there is some demographic. I mean, if it's on WhatsApp, there is some demographic which which can access it, which is you know which is not so affluent, I suppose. Do you have Absolutely. a do, yes. do we have a sense though of just how many of the people who are not affluent have accessed the survey? Um, we do have a sense. So it is slightly less than um, the normal demographic of the country. But we do have um, quite a large percentage of people with um, income, say, between uh, zero and 5,000. We also have um, students completing the survey and quite a few older people as well, so those that are retired. So um, we are getting a reflection of low income levels as well. Hmm. 
As you said, it's it's early days. It's a week in. 61% was last week. We don't know what this week is going to look like. I must say, I'm, I'm quite surprised by the 61%. Were you? Um, not too surprised. Yeah. Not too surprised. I think um, it's normal to have some people that are feeling happy and some people that are feeling sad and sort of coming to a middle ground number. Yeah. Um, I think what will be interesting is how it changes as we go through this period and also how we reach um, the end of the 21 days. And, you know, if any new announcements are made or anything that has a big impact on the school, I think that's where the real value is going to lie. It, 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 for me, that's interesting because I wonder, the reason I said I'm surprised is because it, it actually was a positive number. 61 for me was quite <laughs> positive. And I'm, yes. I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the communication we're getting from government in other words this constant update of of how things are being are being done how things are going to be improved and all of that stuff i wonder if that's part of why people are feeling a little bit optimistic Mm -hmm. do people give you reasons why they feel the way they do Yes, I absolutely agree with you on that. And we've actually seen a very strong support for government in the survey. So with over 60% of people feeling that the government is doing very well in managing the crisis, Mm. which is really great to see. So I definitely agree that this is impacting the score. Um, We also see about 90% of people feeling they have more than enough information on the crisis. And I think when people are kept informed and in the loop, they feel a lot more content and happier. So I definitely think that is what's influencing the score. So what are the those who are obviously down? Because 61 is not everybody. What are their concerns? So um, we ask them to give their reasons, so why they're giving the score. And a very big driving factor here is the concern about the economy. So um, this has been the top concern throughout, but we've seen a major jump in the rating of this between week one and week two. So it's gone from about 42% to 57% of people being worried about the economy. So at the moment, that's definitely the biggest factor on people's minds. So it's the economy, people that have small businesses, those that are actually not getting an income during this time. I mean, we've seen some major large companies announced that they are having some problems, um, possible pay reductions. And I think this economic point of view is having a big influence. Um, In addition to the economy, we're also seeing people that are missing their loved ones and just generally feeling a bit scared and anxious, which is, I think, quite normal in a a circumstance that no one has faced before. Hmm. Um, Obviously, as you said, you know, I don't know whether people feel like this is going to impact them directly. You know that feeling that sometimes people think, yes, it's out there. It's not going to quite come to me. Is that sense? coming through? Um, I think that most people feel like they are all involved in this. And Mm. I think it's because the level that government has taken it down, as in having this lockdown, it's actually affected everyone in some way or form. So I think whilst others are feeling it a bit more strongly, um, I think everyone is feeling some point of it. So that's why it's so interesting to hear people's views and see how they're feeling and how different people in different living circumstances and situations the situation differently so so let me rephrase that question in the sense that a lot of people i i know are feeling the effects of what's happened with the lockdown they're feeling the Mm -hmm. effects of what's happened because of COVID 19 but i'm wondering if people feel like 
it's a risk directly to them. So the actual virus itself is a risk. Um, yes. So, so we actually ask them that question in the survey. We ask um, how likely they feel that they're going yeah. to contract this virus. Yeah. And that is sitting at about five out of ten. So you've very much got people feeling very at risk and people feeling not at risk at all. So mm. it definitely is a large percentage of people that feel they don't really stand a chance of contracting the virus. That's a concern, obviously, and that, that yes. I think is, is a really nice indicator because what it does for all of us is to then mm. um, show us the level of information that we need to spread out there. If there are people who still think they're invincible, clearly yes. then there's obviously a problem there because, you know, we, we're obviously not uh, transferring that message enough. How long are you going to be doing the survey for, Francis? We're going to run the survey continuously, so throughout the process. So obviously up until the um, 16th of April when the lockdown is set to end, but we don't have an end date for it. So if um, if the crisis continues for longer or anything happens with an extension, we'll be tracking the perceptions throughout. Can we access, you know, I haven't seen the actual survey itself. Is there any way I can yeah. access it myself and, and contribute? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So we actually have a dashboard up on our website that anyone from the public can access. So you can simply go onto our website and you'll see a link there to the dashboard. And the dashboard shows the results. And there's also a link to complete the survey, which is in the, the top right-hand corner of the screen. Okay, so let's just clarify what your website address is. Okay, it's www.marakimr, so it spells M-E-R-A-K-I-M-R dot C-O dot C-A. Lovely. Thank you so much, Francis. Thank you so much for giving us the time this afternoon. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you, Francis McMahon. And she's the CEO of Meraki Research. So uh, the website itself is Meraki, M-E-R-A-K-I-M-R dot C-O dot Z-A. If you want to take part in this uh, the survey, you're more than welcome to do that. So you just go to the website, www.meraki.mr. Sorry, I beg your pardon. It's not a dot. It's Meraki MR. Dot co dot city.